is the Fish from Scratch podcast featuring the Breen Brothers, teaching you what they know and learning as they go. Join us as we take you through each step of our trips from plan to execution and sharing each of our failures along the way. Our goal is to help all levels of anglers get excited to get out on the water, explore new areas, and try new techniques. Disclaimer, we are not professional fishermen as much as Kevin pretends to be. Our experiences are not the norm and do not expect to be as awesome or terrible as we are at fishing. Your results will vary. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fish from Scratch podcast. Today is episode 11. Uh, today we're going to be talking about fishing by ourselves, but we're going to be talking about it collectively as a, a group <laughs> of four. So um, again, I am uh, your host Ryan, got co-host Kevin, uh, Andrew, brother Andrew, and uh, father Pat are here with us today. Um, we're going to, yeah, we're going to be talking about our, our lonesome lonesome trips to the to the river, to the lake, to the ocean wherever we uh we have found i don't know sanctuary and and being being on the water um i i mean one of the first things just to kind of kick it off is i think we probably always look over it as being safe uh when we're going out and being prepared i don't know if we know what safety really is i safe i don't think <laughs> i don't think i've been very safe when i've gone out now i have been but I think, uh, yeah, safety, safety isn't my concern <laughs> usually. It's usually uh, more of a selfish, I haven't fished in forever. and uh, just gotta go. I just gotta go. I gotta get out of the house. I gotta yeah. go. I'm fish. always thinking safety. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you are our, um, our voice of reason. Voice you, of are, reason. you are definitely the, the one that uh, makes sure that we stay on point and stay, uh, um, yeah, stay away from trouble. I, I'd hate to come home and tell Mama, I lost you guys. <laughs> it always starts off the same way too. When you, it's all, hey guys, yeah. I think uh, we should it, probably we head should in. Probably head in. <laughs> it's kind of close. Well, yeah, I think it, it's. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Like it's very hmm ha. Like I'm not comfortable, but I don't want to just flat out say we should turn around. Right. But uh, but I know on our last Florida trip that you were with us on. There were a couple times that it was like, okay, I'm going to be the dad. We're not going out there today. <laughs> so, it was dumb. Yeah. This <laughs> is not, not a smart move right now. That's why you have to go fishing alone so you don't have a dad along telling you, <laughs> you got to go, you can't. Yeah, but the last time weather. I did that, I like swamped my boat. The canoe went underneath the log. I lost my fishing pole, and I had a chainsaw floating down <laughs> I think that was my one of my last solo trips, anyway. Yeah. So safety's safety's pretty important. Um, yeah, never never overlooked safety. Um, I mean, what's I mean the the best thing to do is always be prepared. Um, if you're going out on a boat or something, might be smarter to wear a life jacket instead yeah. of just taking one with you um, on the river, anything like that. Um, but sometimes you just gotta get out there. And yeah. um, I know each one of us have had our opportunities where, you know, and I, I think because or, or when we go out solo, it's out of necessity. It's because no one else is available to go out. And uh, as, you know, each one of us has kind of felt at times we just have to get out of the house. We've got to go fishing. We've got to go see what uh, what's out there and what's biting. So um, in those cases... Um, we get out there and we fish and get it done. Yeah. 
I know, um, I mean, I don't, I don't fish by myself too often anymore. Um, I mean, it likes to, well, most of my fishing now is out on, uh, out on our lake. Um, yeah. and now that we have our, our pontoon boat, Amanda likes to be out there and getting out in the sun and, and doing whatever while we, uh, while I get to fish a little bit, but, um, it wasn't always that way. So I know college was probably the most time that I, uh, I spent by myself on the river, but it was like, you know, again, it was an escape from um, just kind of the day to day to be able to go out and um, and get out on the river and I don't know, just enjoy enjoy nature, enjoy my my time. So, I think my solo trips really started in college as well. Um, it was just uh, I didn't have roommates that enjoyed fishing, mm-hmm. and uh, luckily, Southern Michigan has the Huron River and. It's a great fishery, smallmouth bass fishery. So, you know, I'd, I'd go out there and I'd I'd fish. I'd fish by myself. I'd find spots and do what I could. But uh, oftentimes, my roommates, you know, again, you know, I couldn't get them to go out there with me. Occasionally, maybe, but sometimes. Uh, at one point, I didn't even, didn't even have a car. So, uh, luckily, I had the Huron River floating right, you know, behind my apartment complex. So sometimes it would just be grabbing the fishing rod, walking down the railroad tracks until I could hop in the water. It was all carp water, though, so. Yeah, there wasn't much. Mine, I did a lot of solo fishing in college, too, but we lived, I lived, well, we, I lived in Ohio, and it was just the uh, Maumee River, and it was just a muddy mess. There was yeah. carp in there, and did a little bit of fishing. But living in New York, you know, done a couple podcasts on the fishing out there, but that was all solo fishing. Like, I couldn't, I got my wife to come out and she'd lay on the beach a couple times but that usually just cut my trip short so <laughs> a lot of solo fishing out there and you know same thing solitude to get you know get mm-hmm. out of the city get get a break and um really enjoy it and kind of see some things that you wouldn't see otherwise mm-hmm. and then no one believes you on on the things that you you That's do true. see That's so true. that is the one of the downfalls with uh yeah. with fishing by yourself is when you do catch that that story fish of that fish of a, a lifetime or something by yourself, it's pretty hard to get a, a picture when you're <laughs> when you're by yourself. Yeah, I've struggled with that a couple times lately. Mm-hmm. I was out uh, when we were down for Ryan's wedding, um, and Dad, you stuck out with me for a little bit, but it wasn't until well the hurricane came and I had to call. <laughs> I stayed out there, uh, weathered weathered the storm, and uh, ended up hearing little pops all over the uh the area around me so started casting and ended up catching a personal best snook but again it's like how do i take a picture of this thing and actually show you how big it is how do i get a quality picture which you just can't it's Mm -hmm. just not possible so it's kind of like it's a bummer because like you know you're out there you're solo fishing you get a personal best and that's awesome but it's hard to have evidence and show the and the effort that you went through to get it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things that for solo fishing with me is I didn't know anyone that one wasn't as, as intense as I was and wanted to fish as often yeah. as I wanted to go. Um, so yeah. even now, I mean, I have groups, I go with you guys, but I go every night. Yeah. And it's hard to find somebody that wants to go out <laughs> every stinking night yeah. fishing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I love about it. You can just push and grind and fish as hard as you want. Nobody's mm-hmm. telling you know when I go with you guys, I don't have to worry about it. But 
anybody else it's like oh man now i gotta go we gotta, gotta worry about them yeah. gotta make sure that they're yeah. they're okay and yeah. um yeah because yeah, i know when when we go fishing we don't eat we don't yeah. sleep we don't <laughs> we don't do much we just yeah. uh go out and we grind it out for yeah. fish until yeah. uh there's no point in fishing anymore yeah until the fish stop biting mm-hmm. they go in. yeah i did one uh one excursion out in new york uh had to take a ferry out to um fire island national seashore it was the I've taken you guys to the opposite part of it, but I don't know if you guys remember that cut. Oh yeah. Between the uh, the two islands, well, you could take a ferry to the other side, and so I hiked about eight miles um, down that because you could camp. And I was like, I'm gonna do three days fishing out here. Well, my fishing didn't get cut short because somebody you know wanted to go home. It was I ran out of water. <laughs> I, I sweat so much. Hiking that eight miles in the sand to the spot that I drank all, more than half my water, and I remember just rationing the next day. Like, I really, I, I think there's some good fish here, but I'm gonna die out here. Yeah. Water. Well, it's nice here in Michigan. I mean, we've done yeah. hikes and living off land trips and whatever else. But you, like in Michigan, you don't think about freshwater. You yeah. throw a couple uh, tablets in mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah, the iodine tablets. Yeah, or uh, or you filter it and you yeah. can just drink it. But yeah. where you were at. You didn't have fresh water. It's all, <laughs> it's all salt water. I, a lot. I just remember, and I didn't. I caught a few bluefish. I caught maybe one striper, not nothing worth you know writing home about. But I remember then the hike back. I kept every day or you know every hour even. I'm like, all right, I got this much water left. <laughs> when should I start hiking back? So I cut it, cut it a day short. I remember I got back. I was out of water, just dripping sweat. They had some showers at this like little rustic campground. Got in the shower and then got a red Gatorade and ever since then red Gatorade has been the best thing I can <laughs> ever drink. It's funny. I've got an opposite issue with red Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the three of us are are dads. Uh, one of them's our dad, but uh, <laughs> I'm not a dad. Um, I know that I know that being a father has affected us as far as you know solo trips go. Um, I mean, you kind of started, like, when we were kids, you know, how did the solo trips go for you, or why why were you going on the solo trips? Um, I didn't have many solo trips. It might be, well, the solo trip would be like, okay, I'm able to get out of here for an hour. Because it's Father's Day. It's Father's Day. <laughs> so there's a river, Yeah. you know, like 45 minutes away from here. So drive the 45 minutes flop a fly in the water for a little bit and then get back so you know mom is relieved yeah um, sit by the beach or whatever yeah, yeah. um and it, it is it's tough trying to balance that um father and being a family person when you love just being out there and it's even by by yourself the solitude and trying to catch some fish um but also the other part is the joy when, when you are with your kids and yeah. you know see how how much they lighten up with the um, experience. Yeah, and I take I take my I've taken my daughter out you know for a number of years now since she's been two and I think you know obviously the highlight of her trip is the uh, Oreos or whatever <laughs> snack I bring along with me. But um, you know it, you know it's like an hour or so and then we've got to go back in. Um, and same thing, like Jackson is just getting to the age where I can probably take him out on the boat too, or 
this time of year shanty out in the shanty because yeah. uh, unfortunately we haven't had ice until no, now. Right? Really, I think yeah, tonight now it's, safe. it's supposed to be zero degrees or <laughs> one degree tonight. So uh, maybe oh, this yeah, weekend we'll be able to. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just starting to see people out on the ice yeah. and stuff like that, and it's uh, pretty much winter's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting pretty to the tail end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the kids will be able to go out with us and stuff. But like you know, I know that having kids has affected my ability to go out uh you know where pretty much every weekend i'd try to get out on the lake i'd take the boat out or um we've got uh, a local couple couple rivers locally that i could go out to um but uh you know a couple years ago i did a solo trip out on the (coughs) clinton river and uh you know i kind of knew what i was getting into i didn't have anyone to go with me Um, so i grabbed my canoe threw it on top of the truck and uh, drove over to the river. Uh, the deal with the Clinton River is that it's not really that well maintained. So uh, I threw a chainsaw in the boat with me because I was like, well, I do want to get my raft down the river at some point. I want to clear out any areas that I can. Uh, I also want to make sure that I'm safe and cut any areas down so that I can continue doing this through the winter. So this was an early winter trip where it was, you know, probably 36 degrees, wasn't down in the 20s yet. Uh, Threw everything in the boat, had my fishing rod so I could fish a little bit with me, Um, had all my gear, chainsaw, jumped in the boat, had my oar, started paddling. You know, everything's going well, stopping in and out of the river, hadn't caught anything all day. Um, had just gotten to um, kind of like my halfway point and uh, kind of came through this. They call them sweepers here in Michigan. It was a uh, one one log was hanging a- across the river from the left side of the river. And then just on the other side of that log, I had like a, maybe a six foot gap. That I could, if I could turn the canoe just right, I would slide through. Um, real easily. There was another log from the right side of the river. So I had a log from the left, a log from the right, and about a six-foot gap between the two logs, but the logs were pretty much touching in the middle. So um, so I, I zigged <laughs> right and zagged left, but I didn't zag left enough or wasn't, I wasn't moving fast enough, and the boat ended up hitting the uh, side of the log on the right side of the river, and it essentially sucked the boat down uh, with it. So uh, boat goes under, boat's rolling down the river. I luckily had waders on, but everything's going down there. I can see the bright green chainsaw tumbling <laughs> in the in the uh, water. I could see, uh, I lost my, I watched my rod go, but I, I was kind of keeping an eye on it as I was trying to get the boat and my fishing gear and tackle bag, everything under control. Um, by the time I got the boat righted, I had lost the fishing rod. Fly, uh, it was a, a Mystic M series with a Orvis uh, large arbor reel, probably like you're probably talking about six hundred dollars worth of equipment <laughs> that is at the bottom of the Clinton River now. Uh, I did manage to get the chainsaw back and in the boat. I did manage to get the tackle bag into the boat, but I had no oar at that point, so. Um, <laughs> Ended up uh, having a soak, soaked arms and fashioning a stick into an oar and having to paddle for another two hours downriver. So, um, at least you didn't have to go upriver at all. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a uh, that was a solo trip from hell. But yeah, again, like just uh, 
trying to figure out how to manage these solar trips and stay safe yeah. and still get out on the river. Yeah, safety yeah. and pre-planning. <laughs> and even so, yeah. like, I'm sure my trip, I thought I had pre-planned your trip. I'm sure yeah. you, know, you pre-planned sometimes that, things yeah. just happen. So yeah. that's kind of the risk of it. Yeah, I know all of us have spouses. That's a big impact on our <laughs> solo fishing. I think that's the largest impact on our solo fishing. <laughs> I, think I did a lot more solo fishing before uh, yeah. before I got married, but and I and I don't know who it affects more because you and your spouse, you you and Jen, work in the same field, so you're yeah. on the same schedule. Whereas my wife and I, she's in um, a different field where I'm in education. I have summers and different breaks here and there. Um, so I do do get some time there, but um, then you know I have my daughter who you know is also yeah. I'm I'm taking care of. So with you being on the same schedule, I think you guys can probably trade off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know, she we, goes does this, you go do that. Right, we do pretty well. Like uh, our our guys in the garage evenings are pretty much <laughs> traded off with a dance evening for her, so yeah. she can go out and do her Zumba or yeah. yoga or something like that yeah. at the at the local. It's kind of the so. kind of same thing. Jen and I, we trade off. You know, she's, yeah. she she good. She likes to travel. She just did a couple trips. So yeah. now, you know, she just got back from, from she Florida. got back from Florida. So, yeah. you know, she even said to me, you know, I, th- I think you 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 deserve a couple <laughs> fishing trips. I said, yes, I think I do. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a give and take. It's, yeah, you know. and I'm I'm kind of in your same situation where, um, so same situation as Andrew, where me and Amanda have conflicting schedules where like I essentially work for like our company our our real estate investment company and Amanda still has a a nine-to-five but I have so much time flexibility and time freedom she resents me for it because she has so many um, limited limited days limited hours um, that she can take off so like I, I need to build up the, <laughs> the ability to, uh, yeah, to, you know, to get that. So I, yeah, I can't, uh, I can't just go and take a take a trip. Even though I'm sure if she listens to this podcast, she'll she'll be like, I don't know, cursing at it, saying you took so many trips this past year and you were gone to Florida for 38 days. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, and, oops. Yeah, it's, we, it's did, we did pretty work. well this past year, I think, mm-hmm. between, uh, well, it was really just the one trip. Yeah. So that's, you know, yeah. It was a big trip. <laughs> it was yeah, a big trip. It was, it a, was big a big trip, trip and it, you know, it was probably... Because I think the, the year before was probably a better year. Yeah. Because yeah. We, did we did New York, we mm-hmm. did out, or I guess this was, what, three years ago? Three New York, years ago. out west, Florida, Florida um, and then we had, I feel like we had another... Oh, we did up north. Yeah, we all yeah. but so it's, we still, it's still it's dwindling. Yeah, I don't know. If you look back <laughs> in time, it's, it's dwindling. I, less you, and less. You think of trips. our like four day living off the land trip, and then we go out. Oh, let's go salmon fishing. Oh, yeah. let's go steelhead fishing. So yeah, it's but it's a change, and I'm sure it'll kind of rebound at times too. Um, yeah, I look forward to when the kids get a little bit older and yeah, being able to do them, our. Yeah. And we do we do a camping trip with them every year. Well, at least our goal is everywhere. Every yeah. year now. This, year, this first year was rough. The first year was rough. This this year will be easier. We won't have toddlers waking up, or not. They weren't even they toddlers. Were, they, they, were yeah, they, they were babies. They were babies, and they were not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> it was way too cold to be camping. But it was thirty six degrees in a tent with babies. I don't know. Like, I think they, they were, were just standing up, but yeah. they weren't they walking. Were walking. They were yeah. crawling. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that was uh, that was interesting. So yeah. this year will be easier because yeah. uh, there there'll be a, almost two. Yeah, there will be two. Yeah, will be two yeah. uh, freshly two. Yeah, but <laughs> solo trips. Solo, yeah. yeah. Solo trips are. That's the dream. That's the dream. We, yeah. we, we well, talked about it. It it really is better being with a camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes solo trips can be a dream. Yeah. They can be. Yeah, it's nice just to be able to get out. And, and I think it, for me, it's solo trip is a consolation. It's mm-hmm. it's. I'd prefer to have the group together. I'd prefer to be out on the water with with you guys because uh, the the shared memories, being able to talk about them like we are right now. Um, so that that's always our goal. It doesn't happen um, all the time, but we're able to. Uh, you know, still get out there with the solo trips, and I, I think that we can still. I, we've had plenty of funny uh, yeah. mishaps and stuff on the solo <laughs> trips, so we can still share those too and get a good laugh out of them. Yeah. Well, the nice thing is when you go on a solo trip too, it's it's a it's always a learning experience, and then yeah. it's like, hey, I just checked this out, guys. Come on, let's yeah, and then this. we can do that together. Or yeah. hey, guys, this was awful. Let's <laughs> not, don't ever. Let's do not, that. Yeah, yeah. Let's not fish this river. Let's yeah. not go here. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes up in yeah. conversation, hey, I've yeah. been wanting to do. Yeah, I've already done. Yeah, it. yeah don't do it. We're not yeah. doing. That's it. probably why we've been so successful with other things. It's almost like scouting. We yeah. branch out. Each one of us scouts a little bit, does this, and and we yeah. all kind of have different, you know, outdoor things that we prefer more than the others. So. Yeah, Ryan's our saltwater guy. Mm-hmm. You've been uh, doing the duck hunting and saltwater yeah. in cooler yeah. conditions. I do the trout stuff. Dad does the trout stuff, bass stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Try, and, try and cover every different facet Dad, we can. Dad hollers at us when the ant hatches is going yeah. on. And, <laughs> yeah. Come on over. Yeah, get over yeah. to the house. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. What else we got? Anything else? Get out there, go fishing. Yeah. Get out there, Get go out fishing. There. Go, go uh, explore. Explore and take it back to your buddies and yeah. learn from the experiences. Yeah. Bring snacks. Don't be though. afraid to go by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Bring yeah. snacks. Plan wild. Bring be food. Safe. Bring water. <laughs> dress warm. Bring an umbrella. I don't know. Take an extra. <laughs> take an extra fishing rod. Yeah. yeah. Find a friend on your on your way. Yeah. yeah. If you if you get too scared while you're out there alone, yeah. <laughs> it gets dark. It's scary. It does uh, yeah. Oh, when you're the solo <laughs> trip. I forget about the solo trips that I because I, I I have to do that up north all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, the nighttime. Yeah, the nighttime stuff. Yeah. The till where I'm fishing till three to five in the morning. Yeah. Even if you are with a group on the with that, even if you're <laughs> it's still so terrifying. That's so still yeah, you're that by yourself. Yeah. So yeah, it always runs through my mind. All right. The bear <laughs> comes and attacks me. Will Ryan run away? Will he help me? <laughs> how far away are you? And how long are they gonna? Uh, how long is it gonna take for them to get to me to pull yeah. this bear off my back? Yeah. Yeah. Which direction do I run in? Right. <laughs> run towards him? Run away from him? <laughs> uh, in Michigan, I'd probably have your back if we right. were out, out west or something with uh, the grizzly bears. I think I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd run. <laughs> Play dead from afar. Play dead. <laughs> well, we had the agreement on the last trip is if something happened to somebody, we'd finish the day of fishing you, before we. You have to, well, it's you have to finish the entire trip. You can't right, just yeah, finish, finish the, the day trip of fishing. before yeah. you mourn the loss mm-hmm. of your friend or brother. <laughs> <laughs> 
that wasn't oh boy, this guy <laughs> real quick. This, this was an actual conversation. You're gonna you're gonna finish the trip. If I, if I die, you're gonna finish the trip. Yeah, I mean, we were because it was yeah, it was a bachelor party, and yeah. um, we were doing a, oh yeah, that's right, a, a couple about that. We're doing a couple airy things, a <laughs> couple things that weren't uh, yeah, were a little reckless, very uh, very safe. Um, oh God, Amanda listens to these. Yeah, you guys were always safe. Yes, yeah, we're always always safe. Kind of, we do have the we have to have the conversation yeah. of <laughs> if if something happens like. It's okay if you guys finish the trip yes. before you tell Amanda that Ryan lost an arm or he's at the bottom of the ocean yeah. right now. Yes. I'd, I'd at least expect you guys to try and find me, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You guys have learned well from your mom because she often has that prepared thing on trips. It's like, oh, yeah, are it's you going back for this? Yeah. yeah. It's like... That we, we're, we're safe. We just... Sometimes you got to push the envelope to really chase the... It's yeah. a dream. The yeah, there's there's the no price. reward without the risk. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so you've got to understand that ahead of time. Because mm-hmm. we've had people that have gotten a hook in their hand and, oh, yeah. and they blow the, the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's pull, it's like, just, hey, yeah. count to three and pull it out. Yep. Yeah. You've got to keep fishing. Or just leave it in and we'll we'll keep fishing. We'll just cut later. the line. Yeah. It's fine. Possibility, too. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so this, yeah, this took a little bit of a turn. <laughs> I think that'll that'll wrap up for the t- today. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we'll appreciate. Uh, yeah, we're uh, a Fish from Scratch podcast. Uh, reach out to us on Instagram, Fish from Scratch. Kevin's Instagrams, Fly Guide MI. Check uh, out the Adventures with the Boat on uh, Outdoor Ventures on YouTube. Yep, still plugging away on the boat. Um, got a little slower f- progress today, but yeah, <laughs> we got some fiberglass and. Starting to starting to put the transom back together. And we'll get there. All right. Bye.